episode 181 of the Loaded Couch. Welcome to Crossplay, Sony. Beta style. Kelk exclusively going to play Xbox on mouse and keyboard. Telltale Games troubles. We drink beer like beer. Drink beer. We'll drink beer. So yeah, whatever. And beer. Beer. Reach in at your own risk. This is The Loaded Couch. Whatever. And we're back, episode 181 of The Loaded Couch. I'm the man who builds cable modems in the shed, your host, Scotch Hound, and I'm joined by... It's a penguin. And you know what the fox says? That's what the fox says. <laughs> Celtic fox. He says, Celtic fox. All right, then right into the beer mash or liquor mash in this uh, follow-up week. Kelk, how's that belly doing? Good. Still on the gin and tonic, though. Still doing the snake oils to treat that belly ache? Hmm. I'm, I'm serious. I haven't had a beer in... Six when, hours. <laughs> when did I, I went away September 1st and got sick like two days. So, yeah, I haven't had a beer since September. I love how we, oh, wait. It's not the new year, Calc. So you never get sick when it's not September the new year, so. 3rd. Oh, I know, right? That, usually on New Year's, I get really sick, and I usually get the flu shot, too. Sipping on gin and tonic. But, yeah, gin and tonic. Delicious. How about yourself, Paige? The white man's drink? <laughs> Sorry, the white woman's drink? Gin and tonic? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pitch, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking the, I don't know if this is co-op or Coop Ale Works. It's the DNR Casket Brandy Barrel Aged with Cherries, the Belden Strong Gale from Oklahoma City Thunder, Oklahoma. Reddish and brown color and 12.8% alcohol. Is that like do not resuscitate? I think so. <laughs> Could you sign like a DNR form? Yeah, I mean, on the on the regular DNR can, it's a guy with a tag on his yeah, I'm well, gonna guess you go. There it is. Uh, myself, I'm drinking the Koi Wolf from uh, Goose Island. It's a dark ale out of Baldwinsville, New York, or someplace in Chicago. Uh, it's in a white and green brown can, and it's 5.8 percent alcohol. What's your thoughts? DNR, I like DNR, Goose Island. Hold on, DNR could say Democrats, not Republicans, because we drink beer. So yeah, whatever. See, I was thinking it was like uh, I don't know, daffodils and roses. There you go. Beer. Yeah. All right. Uh, Oktoberfest is officially here. Wait, Calc, you asked me a question, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, what do I think? My initial thought Well, the initial thought is is, (laughs) my initial is I opened the damn can and it fucking foamed out everywhere and got all over my desk. Fake news. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's uh, it's tasty. It's a nice uh, dark ale. I'm enjoying it. Uh, initial taste is pretty good, but I'll leave the review for later. <laughs> <laughs> Oktoberfest is officially here, and if you're flying on Lufthansa, it can actually kick off while you're still in air on your way to the main event. As long as you're flying from Germany, maybe to Germany, uh, to a, to a few specific airports. No, it's from Germany. It's it's. I think it's like. How can you be Germany? going to the main event from Germany? Yeah, I mean, that's what the article said, so it's got to be to Germany. So it's New York to Germany, or is like certain dates, and then the other one is from, I want to say like London to Germany, and the other one's Singapore to Germany. All right. So sorry, Africa. <laughs> so does the flight crew have like their leader hosens on and stuff? Like, That'd be hilarious. 
once wheels are up and you're at like what cruising altitude they you wish calc girls with the blonde hair bring out the big why is it why is it girls bring you out the big what calc finish that one so you don't get caught guys, best friends with Kavanaugh. <laughs> anyway business class customers on flights can chow down on some oktoberfest specific foods such as ox tartar uh, with truffle arctic oh. char with uh, riesling sauce and pistachio pesto Ew. This is the fanciest food I've ever saw. Have you life. guys ever had tartar? No, tartar. I refuse to eat anything raw. That's oh. meat. God. How about sushi? I don't like sushi. He could eat fish for hours. Hence yeah. the raw meat. Kelk's like, well, you should eat raw ground it's not, meat. It's not Chick-fil-A and French fries. Kelk, let me, let, me get, let me ask you this. Did you tell your son to try some raw meat because it makes him more manly? He, Try some raw meat. He gets a steak, medium, out. medium rare. Look how I turned out. <laughs> passengers you who land in Munich during hair on your chest. Passengers who land in Munich during the first weekend of Oktoberfest will get an Oktoberfest treat box. Quotation. Much hair. Quotations. With snacks and a vitamin drink to get them ready for all the festivities on the ground. Uh, the airline is also serving an Oktoberfest menu in its lounges for grabbing a quick snack when you land or keeping that party going right until takeoff. Yeah, I like this. I, like the, uh, I was going to say, I like how they like hydrate you and get you your vitamins before the the real party. You know what's funny? The, uh, this entire message is uh, kicking off Oktoberfest the right way, and it only talks about food. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, I was curious about the there, beers. There was I took some stuff out. They they have kegs on flights. Okay, that'd be fantastic. It, it's only like specific days and specific flights that you can do. It was just a lot of info, and I just didn't want to put in here. California. All right, so it is, there is beer involved, which you would almost have to assume. But I was just funny yes, that there, the majority there, of it was actually, food talk. Keg. Right, kegs on tap. Keg stand at thirty-five thousand feet. <laughs> nice. It takes. It takes up 30, 35% of the air, uh, capacity of the flight. Sorry, you got booted for a keg. Yeah, we had to save seats to store the kegs on. First class mm. is all the keg coolers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Look. talk. Talk games. Games that hey. aren't even colony because that's for a review next week. <laughs> next week. <clears throat> I thought I I thought it was tonight, but that that way we start off the new month. Eh. No, we yeah. pick tonight. The next is prolonging the inevitable. It's not like he's going to play no, it. Anyways. We pick tonight. We do a review and we announce the game. Pigeon, what'd you play? Go, go. I played some more Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five. I finally unlocked the second level. Took forever. I played Call of Duty Black Ops 3. I've been doing the campaign, trying to bang that out. And don't ask me what the campaign's about because I don't know. All I know is that the guy from Law & Order SVU's on it. Okay. The I've been banging out the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I'm starting to get into the game. I still hate his voice. How are you liking the story, though? I don't, I don't know. I'm looking for Siri. I don't know if she's my girlfriend or. So you're still, you're still looking. Did you say? I take it you didn't get to the three witches yet. So. I don't know what you mean by three witches. Oh, um, they're the ones that like try to eat her, and she ran away. Yeah, like the one has a basket over her head, and their boobs are hanging out. It reminded me of you. Yeah, I got to that. (laughs) I got to that part. Yeah, but I don't know if Siri's like his daughter or a friend or girlfriend or. It's his daughter. It's his young student that he kind of took Surprising. under his wing. 
say that in the beginning because he's like, oh, she's kind of something like that. It's kind of like a daughter. Like, Well, he just, like, say it's his student. Why does he say, like, it's kind of like a daughter with his dumb voice? He's, he doesn't change. He's monotone. It's so stupid. I hate it. I don't know. You think Henry Cavill will do a good job? But anybody, you would do a better job if you had hair. So, I I, so I've been doing that. It's great. I love it. Still sticking uh, with the gold storylines? Yeah, I am doing some side quests, but I'm not doing like the like tertiary side quests where it's like, hey, clear out this cave for me. It's, it kind of involves some of the story. Right. So I've been doing that. I haven't been doing any of the bounties, although I collect them, so I have about like 700 bounties to do. Oh, I think I did the... Are you at the the cave with the tree, right? Yeah, I did that one. Okay. So, um, what did you do with it? You kill it or what? I killed it. I put the, my sword through it or whatever. The cave yeah, with the tree? I, I put it into a horse and it ran away. <laughs> I think and the, then, I thought the horse played... I thought the horse part played out even if I... I think I killed it. I'm pretty sure I killed it. Well, yeah, you do... Oh, you so you... There was an option where it was like uh, you go get all the stuff in order to release the curse. And then the one of the options was either to like release the curse or straight up just like kill it before you do all the, the fetch and fetch quest. And mm-hmm. when you come back, if you have all the stuff, they're like, you're ready to do it. And one of the options is just kidding. I'm here to kill you. <laughs> I should have done that. I sh- I, I'm I surprised play you like didn't. an asshole, but I find myself I'm not. And I hate it. Uh, we played some State of the K2. Uh, me and uh, Elk played. It was fun. I kind of jones into play some more. I've been going through the Gears of War 4 um, single player. Mm-hmm. And graphically, it's great. Sound sounds great. The voice acting's great. It's a, just a good Gears game. Sounds yeah, like it's really great. Good. Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, but it kind of stinks when your daughter interrupts you like 10 times. <laughs> Can't get but, into the storyline too And then I've been also well. doing more backlog. Uh, I've been playing Bayonetta on the Wii U. All right. I set up the Wii U, not on my TV, but right next to my bed. So, because I have to be like less than four feet away from the console for my connection. Mm, okay. But yeah, Bayonetta, I don't, it's a good game. It's a button smash. Don't ask me what the story is about. It's stupid. It's a Japanese game. So. It's okay. Okay. Cal, how about yourself? What'd you play? Go. Uh, played a little Avon Colony, which we'll talk about next week, but I am. Or this week. It's up to you. No, no, no. I'll just say I'm really enjoying it, but I'll go into more detail next week about it. Um, <laughs> I played uh, some State of Decay, State of Decay 2 with uh, Pigeon, um, and he killed one of my good people. No, I didn't kill it. You said the game was easy. Easy. I made it hard. Yeah, he ran my guy over three times with the truck. <laughs> made it. You hard. would not have survived. You had six zombies around you and a juggernaut coming after you. Well, I wouldn't have known that because I kept getting thrown on the ground by getting hit by a truck, and then the <laughs> oh, juggernaut. Right. You were you were probably in your settings looking at field of view or something. Uh, I lost Marcos. He was one of my original guys. He was an asshole anyway. And uh, after that, um, served it. Today I fired up uh, Sea of Thieves to check out the Forsaken Shores. Emily guess it's the best thing since sliced bread, right? No, no, I mean, I don't know. I only got to play it for about an hour over lunch break. But uh, for some reason, 
I thought they were just like adding the volcano kind of as like a like as an area. You just go to these like hostile waters and the volcanoes there, but they full on like added an entire biome. So how they originally had the three biomes, they just now added a fourth. Oh, nice. How's there? There's only there's beach, beach and beach, right? Hmm? There's there's three biomes. There's three biomes in the original map. Shut up. So it's just all beach. All beach, yeah. So Um, beach water, and that's it. And then the third one's volcano. Sure. I'm serious. Like, what is it? One's called the wilds, and the islands are heavily populated with trees and jungle. The other is oh bullshit. There is. Go look at them. Uh, But anyways, they added a they added a fourth one, which at a quick glance looked like it had. About eight new islands, maybe eight to ten new islands. Um, so I, I made my way over to the outpost, the new outpost, and pretty much I was just walking around looking at all the cool like environment stuff that they added and checking out the new vendors and stuff like that. Uh, bought, I bought a, uh, a mission from each of the vendors. Well, not the Merchant Alliance one, but I, I bought, I think, two from the Gold Hoarders and one from the Order of Souls. Uh, yeah, yeah, it artistically, I mean, it, it looks amazing. They do an awesome job. I mean, this when you take a step back and look at like everything that they've added since it launched, I was looking at it and I was like, like, man, if this game came out with actually all of this content in it, it would not have gotten any of the flack that it got. I mean, it it's still at the core, the core gameplay of it can be boring to some people. Uh, so you're they're not changing that. But all the stuff that's currently in there now is so much richer than what it was uh, the first time. But yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, myself, I played uh, Zelda's Breath of the Wild. Um, finally got uh, new Joy-Cons <laughs> for the damn Switch because the last one had a really bad uh, drift on the one thumbstick. There was an update that just <laughs> came out that you could it recalibrates it. Yeah, no, no, it was, uh, uh, I think, uh, Curious Whiskers uh, and or um, uh, Big Energy Little Body just manhandled the shit out of one of the thumbsticks, so it would always kind of push forward all the time. That's, they ain't cheap either. No, I, I did find them discounted, kind of. I think they were, what are they normally? I think they're close to, I think they're 80 bucks. Yeah, I think I found them for 64 Eesh. on Amazon. It's like buying a new controller for Xbox. <laughs> exactly. Well, it is, pretty much. Um, but So I got those, and I tried them out. Uh, they were red and blue um, replacements for the grays that we had originally gotten. I didn't know they had drift issues on Switch, or do you think it just was legitimately just overused? Yeah, I think it was just overused. Um, you know, uh, Whiskers even uh, said, I mean, she's rough on everything. I tell her she should always be a quality control tester. <laughs> dude seriously Car, I mean, cars included everything it's just uh yeah um you know it's anything that can be broken she figures out a way to do it and i'm like babe how the hell do you do this stuff but so yeah i was playing that uh she loves playing on the pro controller but you know we have to share the television so uh you know i had to get new joy cons so anyway i was playing with that um but i played back to the future the game uh, the telltale series game Okay. It's actually decent, uh, you know, for a Telltale game. I'm enjoying it. You know, I kind of get annoyed at the limitations of the extents of the boards when it lets you walk around free roam. Yeah. Which, it's, whatever. It's on rails no matter which way you look at it. Exactly. Uh, the, um, the puzzles in it are uh, pretty good, actually. Um, 
some of the time, or not some of the times, a lot of the time when I get to a puzzle or I'm just like completely stuck, I like that they give you the option to check a uh, hint. Um, so I played that. Uh, I finally beat uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I got some more time in with that too after you told me that. Yeah, that was uh, uh, that it was really good. Um, it was a good story. Um, it kind of wrapped a little bit quick. There was a nice kind of ending to it. It didn't exactly. I mean, it wrapped, but it not as fast as the other game that I finished up the campaign for. Um, it has a nice story ending, and it does give you the option to continue playing. Uh, it kind of gives you like a okay, go ahead and resume after it goes through like the whole finale and the end story, and then it lets you just jump right back in, kind of down in one of the villages and keep exploring if there was things that you didn't get or you wanted to go back and try and get and stuff. So that's a little like, <clears throat> oh, it's interesting, I should say, because remember I texted you the other night and I was like, man, I'm like, I played for quite a bit more, but I feel like I have so much left to do. Yeah, it's it's bordering on from a, a I mean. The game gameplay and action is awesome, but story wise, I'm like, this is kind of dragging. And then I, I'm kind of like worried now that you say they just kind of spin it and wrap it up real quick. It's well, it's like, not, I mean, it, I guess it's not it, it for the amount of story that's told, other than you kind of exploring the world and doing your thing. It seemed to wrap fast, but it's because there was so much break in between where you're doing side missions, or maybe it was just because of how long it had been since I last played. It felt like it wrapped quick. Okay. Um, but it didn't wrap as fast as, uh, I played FIFA 17, the campaign. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> that I reached, um, all right. I, I played in the premier league. That's kind of like, you know, the best league in uh, England that you can play for. And I, um, I got the cup, the premier cup, uh, with, uh, the team that I had kind of been playing with. And it immediately, uh, gave me the option to be a, uh, um, it, I guess it gave me, a, you know, one of those foot cards, the um, football ultimate team. Yes. Yep. And, uh, it, it's like, go ahead and continue the career of your character, uh, in ultimate, uh, team, you know, with this option of playing as him. So you're like raise the trophy and it's like roll credits. Kind of, sort of, almost exactly. <laughs> yeah. <and> I was <laughs> like, what just happened? It's like, go ahead and continue the experience playing them, um, you know, uh, FIFA ultimate team. I'm like, Okay. So I, I just ended it there, and I didn't. I haven't played since. Although Pigeon's been begging, right, Pidge? All right, right in the Frog of Destiny. Okay, here we go. And the okay, go, go, two, gotcha. Oh snap! How the hell do I, <laughs> Pigeon? You haven't picked anything in a while, have you? I guess my run's over. Yeah, since you uh, added a new Kelk name in there. No, that's what it was. You changed up all the names, didn't you? Because mm-hmm. Kelk was all bit all pissy about it. So I it. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, uh, let me do some uh, research on that. But we'll move on to Sony news. Pigeon's favorite. <clears throat> PS Plus for October 2018. Uh, for PS4, it's going to be Friday the 13th. The game and Laser League. I've heard it's really good. That's going to piss off uh, Kelk's old work buddy, who's been. Well, I guess I've stopped getting the invites for. Dude, he played that for a year straight. Yeah. Like, hardcore. Was he mad because they stopped the DLC because of the uh, issues with the movie studios? Uh, No, I don't I don't know. He, I mean, he probably got and did everything you could possibly do. But I, I did notice, I think, he and another ex-worker I worked with, uh, they're over at PUBG now, big time. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Friday the 13th, the game, and Laser League for PS4. PS3 is going to be Master Reboot. 
and The Bridge. And then PS Vita, Calc's favorite. It's going to be Rocket Birds 2 Evolution. And 2064 Read Only Memories. Which one's The Bridge? Um, nobody knows. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I have no idea. Does not sound familiar. No, no. Sounds like Laser, Laser League. King I book. know that. That was Xbox last month. There, there, I was waiting for you. To <laughs> a 2D puzzle logic game that forces players to evaluate their preconceptions of physics. Mm. Is that Isaac kind of... Newton meets MC Escher. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, wait, the bridges? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, it sounded like a uh, Stephen King book. Uh, a beta for cross-platform play, including support for Fortnite, uh, launched. There it is. This is on PlayStation. They finally caved. So, quote, uh, the first step will be an open beta beginning for Fortnite that will allow for cross-platform gameplay, progression, and commerce uh, across PlayStation 4, Android, iOS, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, and Mac operating systems. End quote. PlayStation president and global CEO John Codera wrote on the PlayStation blog. That include Windows phones, though? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, he went on to say, quote, uh, we see the beta as an opportunity to conduct thorough testing that ensures cross-platform play is best on PlayStation. Oh, my God. While being mindful about the user experience from both a technical and social perspective, end quote. Is their head really that far up their own ass that they, they like, think they're the upper echelon of online play? Yeah, I thought that was the American culture. <laughs> well, I think they're probably just getting tired of hearing uh, games played best on Xbox One X. So they're just adding their own best oh, on PlayStation. On the PS, so What's that? That is probably true. Mm-hmm. I never have issues on the PS, though. Microsoft's lying out there. <laughs> well, what do you play more often? Well, now I'm playing The Witcher 3, and you guys play dumb games like Even Colony. Okay. There is very little other information given about how the beta will work or how to sign up to participate in it. Uh, The blog post also states the only, uh, quote, selected and, quote, third-party content will be playable across different platforms. Uh, The post does make it clear, however, that this was the change in the industry that Sony couldn't continue to ignore. Damn right it was. I'd I'd love to see the 50 verse 50 like automatically put the teams of like yeah, xbox but with, with fortnite it's not i think you have to add friends in order to play cross play yeah there's some weird thing you have to do yeah through like the epic account they mm-hmm. have to unlock it with you have to put in a friend's like username or something that with fortnite it's not just like hey you know, let's just. I might be playing someone on PC, or I might be playing someone on Xbox. I don't know. Mm. I don't think it's like that. Yeah, it's a start. Yeah, but it's in beta. I know that it's uh, only for Fortnite. Calc always mentions. I don't want to say complains because it's not actually a legit no, complaint, complain. and he doesn't complain all the time about it. But uh, in Sea of Thieves, I know there's that. Um, there's a small. Uh, quantity of people that we end up going up against that always seem to really, really kick our ass, uh, and they always seem to be um, keyboard warrior uh, players or PC players. Um, That's what you think. Whatever makes yourself feel good at night, Kel. 
Oh, you can tell. I mean, because they type in stuff. Is there a... Is there going to be complaints like that for this cross-play, cross-platform play option immediately? How much backlash is there going to be for that? Wait, do you think they'll separate console and computer? Well, it's like Jim was out? saying, though. It's, it, it's automatically separated. You, you kind of have to really go out of your way to cross-play. Yeah, but you can. Well, you can, but that if you're, if you're willing to make that choice... Yeah, it starts as being a friend. It's not random. But again, it's not just... Maybe if you add your friend who plays on PC and your Xbox, maybe then that'll open up the PC Xbox, you know, players. Well, I was going to say, there's 100 people playing. If one person adds their friend who's a keyboard player or a computer player... Maybe if you add somebody... If I go in there and play against 100 people from Xbox, I'm only playing Xbox because... Yeah. I didn't add anybody on through my Epic account that plays on PC or PS4 or any other uh, format okay. or platform. So it's like you have to add someone as your friends. Like if I added you on PS4, then yeah, maybe me. Well, maybe it's in beta right now, right, Kel? So they can't be playing. <laughs> so I don't know. If I add somebody on, like if I added you on Nintendo Switch, then yeah, I'd be playing with Nintendo Switch players, too. Right. I think. I think that's how it works. I don't know. What do I know? John Kadera knows everything. PS4 is the best. Right. All right, Red Dead Redemption 2 is getting a PlayStation 4 Pro bundle. FYI, the minimum install size is 105 gigabytes. 15% of that install is horse testicle physics. Yeah, maybe for calc ball size. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, the last part's big not balls. true, but the big 105 balls. gigs is. <laughs> Why, why are they making a big deal? I watched the video, too. It, it's not like they were, like, realistic. It was just, like, a solid brick, and it just moved. No, like they, this is the first game that has balls on, on a horse? No, no the they? article, the stuff going around about the horse balls is the developers said the testicles actually Shrinking, shrink and shrivel during the cold weather. Cold. Yeah. What's the point? Like uh, Realism? So they can say it's, that they did it? Oh, it's like, just to show how like far they thought about every little detail in the game. Make the game not ten times as big. I'm telling you, man, this game is going to be too big and too much of a burden to keep up. I think the reason oh. Pigeon sounds so pissed, Kelk, is because he wasn't hired by um, Rockstar to go out and do like the scientific study on horse testicles <laughs> for the, the measurement on the balls. <laughs> He Cup wanted... him. <laughs> Dude, what are you talking about? I have a part-time job inseminating horses. <laughs> nice. No, I'm, I'm, see the balls. I'm, I'm armed. I'm shoulder deep into a horse. The oh, you're the, but... you're the horse jerker offer, aren't you? You're this <laughs> everything specimen collection the collector. <laughs> as far as like size of the game, though, like Scotchy and I were chit chatting. Like, I'm super excited for all the hunting stuff. Yeah, but like, it takes away from the game. Like, so I, if that's like, what. Yeah, but then you know, then you'll be here one year later. Man, I wish I could just finish that single player campaign like GTA Five, right, Calc? Yeah, well, there's just something about GTA that I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. No, but... I don't think Red Dead's gonna be any better, dude. Well, I Kel, loved Red Dead Kel, One. I got a, I got a time machine. It'll take you back to the 1800s. <laughs> go to there and go to Tennessee. You would hate it. I loved Red Dead One. I don't know what it is about the Wild West. I love Westworld, all that stuff. But yeah, there's something about GTA. I don't John Marston. 
Kelk, you were born in a different century. Tell you that. <laughs> All right, PlayStation Classic will not receive any games post-launch. Still hate Kelk. Still do. A PlayStation po- <laughs> spokesperson <it> confirmed that <laughs> PS Classic will not uh, connect to PSN. It's confirmed that the 20 titles selected are specifically tailored to each region. I'm still not drunk, Calc, and I'm, I'm not even speaking the truth yet. I mean, what did what did people <laughs> think? Like, I mean, it's not a relaunch of the PS1. Calc, it should be fully wireless. There should be no power cable. It should download the titles for free, and it should be over a thousand games. What if they offered, um, you know how they, uh, the, that old PlayStation had those memory cards? Mm-hmm. What if they offered SDs that were shaped kind of like that, but that come with pre-installed game yeah. collections? Yeah, but it's just uh, like the um... yeah, but Sony would put their own memory card, right? Like exactly, collector Genesis stuff that came out. Like those were just preset with like sixteen games, and that's all you're gonna get. Like mm-hmm. twenty titles. Was, it, it, I I was I I was I read an article or something. It's like people are like so happy that they're doing this, but at the same time, you can probably go and buy. Half these games for half the price on the PS Now service on, for like PS One Classics. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, and people are like, "Oh yeah, it's so great!" Like, yeah, Nintendo did it. I get it. Or you they could have just did like backward compatibility, right? Uh oh, here it starts. Starting September twentieth, PlayStation Now uh, subscribers will have the option to download full PlayStation Four and PlayStation Two games to their console for offline gameplay. Uh, giving them access to a huge library and a more enjoyable playing experience. Uh, prior to the announcement, players were limited to streaming <laughs> games from the PlayStation Now library. Right, Kelk? Ooh, shots fired? Yeah, I mean, this and the whole cross-play thing. I mean, Here it comes. No, no, I'm just asking you guys. Like, Do you think like Sony's finally just all around caving in and realizing like they need to get on the ball with some of this stuff or I think it's that and I think it's Sony's like they're not a they're not a really a software developer, right? They don't make operating systems, they don't do architecture. Right? Yeah. So maybe they're, they're kind of new to the game. I mean they had their fumble. If they use the same architecture with the PS the PS4 with on the PS3, I think it would have been out of the gate. Like, hey, yeah, backwards compatible, look at all this stuff. But they went the route of they bought that Geico guy Geico. Oh, what is it? Save Geico your money on insurance. Company like the streaming service. They bought them and they didn't know what to do with it. And then they like, hey, we gotta use it to make some money back. But I think it's all coming to fruition where it's like, hey, we can actually do all this now, so let's just do it. As far as the cross the crossplay thing, they're just stupid. They're just late. <laughs> oh, thoughts go. No, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think, I think, again, I get a lot of hate and people think I'm like the, the fanboy and all that, but you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, yeah, Sony has amazing single player games and experiences, but when you look at it, it's what, five, six, maybe games, right? That are like their, you know, First big, party. their big first party hits. Once yeah, you get outside those. Yeah, but look at Nintendo. Nintendo's the same thing. It's like once you get outside those five or six games and you could play them over on other systems, it one, they play better. Two, there's a better infrastructure. Yeah, but you can say the same thing about Nintendo. 
outside their first part of games, what are they? Well, true. Exactly. Mm. I mean, they have... They and that, have that's, their... a, that's an interesting view on it, too. It almost seems like... But Nintendo's not competing against PlayStation and Xbox. That's the I, way. Yeah, I, guess, I guess so, yeah. But Jim spins it like a, a different way to look at it. Like, maybe Sony and Nintendo like to look at it from the aspect of it's their hardware, their, like ips that they claimed that's their claim to fame and that's all they kind of care about where it seems like microsoft always has this approach where they need to like have a different type of game in each category and like maybe like microsoft spreads their their selves way too thin trying to please all these different avenues that's that's the culture because you're looking at two japanese companies and i hate I don't know how else to say it, like an American company, Microsoft, right? Well, westernized, western okay. versus, you know, Asians, you know. Western yeah. versus, versus eastern? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Nah, I guess I... Calc's throwing up his west side symbol like Tupac, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But no, I mean, that, that's a good point. I mean, you, you, you say Nintendo does the same thing. I mean, they do. They have five, six really super strong IPs, and that's and their. Then they cross their fingers and hope for the best. And they they and fumble they, they fumble and fall on all the third party stuff, and then Sony. But they still knock it out of the park with, with, with the hardware. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, I I kind of think that I think maybe Microsoft I, has these meetings and they try to say, oh, we got to have a little of this and a little of that, and and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I just want to ask you this question. I'll ask both of you guys this question. Do you think this is like a make or break point for their games division on the next iteration of the console? Like PS5 or the the Switch Next or the Switch Pro, like is this a, like a make or break? Mm, no, because cloud gaming is the next step. Yeah, cloud right? gaming is the next step, and I think they're kind of moving that direction. They're just taking their time. I mean, they went from yeah, but Xbox is at the forefront. <clears throat> yes, PS PS4 is in second place because it only limits up to like ten gigabytes or something, which is like a ridiculous number. And Nintendo, you have to pay for their cloud saves, which they also still have caveats. But again, it's not, I don't think it's a big issue because what they're not worrying about right now is um, having everybody, uh, you know, purchasing additional storage capacity. Well, and especially with the the handheld, you know, kind of mobile option that they're bringing to the table. We're kind of going off the rails because we're in the Sony thing, but I was going to throw in and say, like, we didn't talk about it last week, but, uh, Nintendo is trying out that Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, in, the cloud stream, the cloud stream in Japan because they've got the bandwidth and the infrastructure for it. So maybe, you know, maybe they're already almost set up for like the cloud type of gaming. Maybe we're just not realizing. Yeah, I'm thinking that you know, again, it's just me, tinfoil, tinfoil hat, kind of thinking that. They're just kind of pushing their their little game save discs uh, that they offer the car- the cartridges or whatever for as long as they can until the like Calc was just saying the streaming option comes that way they're not sitting here trying to okay you guys need to buy a four terabit hard drive just to play one game or something like that and then you're kind of stuck to it being a home console again. Yeah, I think it's just the approach that they realize if they can control the ecosystem that you reside in from all manners, hardware and software, it's more control and more leverage of what they do. Right. I'll end it up and I'll wrap everything in a good big giant bow. Okay. They work hundred hour work weeks. <laughs> nice. 
All right, continuing on about this uh, PlayStation Now subscriber stuff. Uh, Saving PS Now titles uh, to their home console uh, will give players the ability to purchase additional downloadable content and add-ons, expanding playtime on individual games. PlayStation Now normally offers streaming to 12 countries at $20 per month, but new subscribers can join what? I was going to say eek. 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, but new subscribers can join for uh, one month at $9.99 or three months at $44.99. Uh, PlayStation Plus subscribers can get three months of PlayStation now for 30 bucks. A full year subscription costs $99.99. All right. So, wait, wait. so I misunderstood this then. I thought they were switching to the $10 a month, but they're not. They're either forcing you at a three month or a one year prepay. Right. Um, yeah, but the one month. The one year prepay is still cheaper than what uh, Xbox is. Xbox Game Pass would be right. Well, no, I mean they have the same deal going on right now too. Yeah, actually, that that's ending shortly. Right, end of the month, right? Mm, yep. And like a couple days. Yeah, yeah, be, uh, before this uh, cast releases. Yeah. But if you go month to month, like like I do with my Game Pass, it's still a twenty dollars service. Yeah, but if you could if you could do it for a yearly, you would do a year. Oh yeah, yeah, I would. But I'm just saying, I I thought when I heard this PS Now was going to do downloading, I thought but, yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Like you could buy one month for ten bucks, or you could buy three months for forty five dollars. That doesn't make any sense. Right, well, that's stupid. A month. Yeah, it's stupid. Just get the year. It makes sense. So who has the better service now, Pigeon Go? Ooh. I don't like does Game Pass has three sixty games, right? I'm mm-hmm. I'm stupid. I'm like drawing yes. a blank. Yes. Okay. So I guess it all the it's all a matter of are you a nostalgia person? Because if you are, then the the PlayStation now is the way to go. To get PS2 games. Yeah, well that goes right? again to that argument of like spreading too thin or not is the question because microsoft had said like their game pass is actually curated based on areas that they feel they need to fill a need they they basically the type said, of game you mean i don't give a shit about that. they said basically they don't want to against the people in the boardroom they want to hear that no but who cares well no because they said the data you shows they didn't want they didn't want a service that had a thousand games. Nobody cares about that because you so can't you're go cool th- with like Marlo Briggs. You want to download Marlo Briggs? Well, I'm saying I'm fine with 125 well-picked games than shuffling through a catalog of a thousand games. Oh, bullshit, Calc. You're telling me if Xbox Game Pass had 600 games and you can go through and download any of those games and they don't change every month. You oh, I, I would enjoy it. They I would choose whatever they want to give you. I, I would enjoy it, but right now I go through 120 games that I already own, and I stare at them and don't know what. To yeah, play. but I'm saying, that, okay, a new member to PS4, and you're a new member to Xbox One. Oh yeah, new member. But I'm sure. for, listen, each one is a hundred bucks for the year, right? You're telling me you rather have someone spoon feed you a hundred plus games, curate it. Or what people like, or you rather pick and choose what you want at six hundred and some plus games. As a new me- as a new member, I just told you no. I would like the six hundred. Okay. But- all right. All right. My question: okay. This whole thing is 
uh, does PlayStation give you first releases like Game Pass does with the brand new no. like Forza Horizons no, they 4 don't, and stuff? No, they don't do that. Now, if they did, I would say hands down PlayStation Now is probably the better better bet. Yeah, I think because of the new game releases, especially with the the ones that they've kind of given us thus far. <clears throat> yeah, true. That would have been ridiculous. They would have. That, I mean, that well, that's the equivalent. Like Horizons Four comes out in what four days, five days uh, from this release. Uh, one no, day before. No, yeah. yeah, one day. Yeah, could you imagine if they gave you Spider Man the day it came out? They wouldn't do that. Yeah, I I wonder if they would make more money doing this as a service they would just like xbox Think how many people would have signed up for the service if they got spider-man for day free. one yeah true and then you yeah, wonder true. would it be more than 3.3 million subscribers? i think it, yeah. they have what week? what do they claim they have 85 million consoles sold now i bet you half of those playstation people would sign up for the service for at least a year but then they would have a big and we need to move this to the twitter yeah. war room all right, Microsoft News. Uh, a $300 U.S. Fortnite Xbox One S bundle was announced and comes with 2,000 V-Bucks, uh, which is oh, enough to get awesome. a Season 6 Battle Pass along with other in-game items. It, it dropped tonight. Season 6 dropped tonight. Uh, also as, included, a, as a Microsoft fanboy, I'll go on the record. I think this is a garbage bundle. Also included is a legendary Eon character outfit, epic uh, Aurora Glider, and rare Resonator pickup. Yeah, I'm, I'm not impressed. I, um, Xbox One X goes for what? Is that five hundred? The One X is five hundred. Oh, the One S. That's because it's a One S bundle, right? It's yeah. just the white One S with two thousand V bucks and a skin pack. Is it even a One yeah, T? Isn't it a two terabyte drive? Is it? I don't know if it is. No. Is it but a again, One T? Again, it's just a white console, man. Why not just do something cool with Fortnite? I don't know. Mm. Oh, it's a one terabyte. Yeah. I don't know. 50. V-Bucks and these special skins. Right. 2,000 V-Bucks is what? 20 bucks? $20. Yeah, so it's kind skins of Skins are an extra kind of 10 bucks, 15 then, huh? bucks a piece. The skins are like 25 bucks usually for the skin pack. And then weapons and uh, glider right, and so same. I guess it kind of evens out. So it so depends. It's, like, it's almost like a $50 value with... Guys, two- I'll let... I'll let I, I didn't want to admit it. I'll let you on a secret. Okay? I'm surprised my daughter didn't ask me to have confidence. <laughs> I would hope you would fight back on this. And you know what I would say? You don't have Xbox for a month. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she would say, I'm moving out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm taking my Xbox with me. All right, Phil Spencer announced that mouse and keyboard support is coming to Xbox One. Uh, it will be hey, part um, of... I'm sorry, I know uh, they're Fortnite, not Fortnite, but Epic's doing a lot of like money tournaments, like a hundred million dollar over like ten tournaments or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know how to sign up for them? No, I no on their website. idea. Oh no! All right, maybe I'll reach just, out to their. I would say tweet out to them. Yeah, I'll do that. So, sorry, Scott. That's right. Um, it will be on Xbox Preview in October and will be initially tested on Warframe. This is the keyboard and mouse. Yeah, the idea behind mouse and keyboard support will be as a tool for developers so they can choose how they want uh, the control style integrated if they want to integrate it at all. Yeah, I think, I mean, we not to kill it. We we talked about this earlier in the... the So it gives developers the control. 
Yes, right? yeah, that's, that's what he yeah. kind of he really emphasized that he wants the developers to make the decision on how the game oh, is played. Warframe? That's crazy. It wasn't that like a PS4 exclusive at one point. Yeah, it's like come full circle now. Like Microsoft's here, do what you want. But again, isn't uh, that like a most played by PC gamers? It may be, but it may be the perfect. It may be the perfect platform for them to try it because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Like they are, have the, the experience. Are racing games like popular on the PC? They are, but not keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say. Like maybe they should have just done this with first party developers. No, no. I mean, leave it open. I mean, I'll I'll leave my I'll leave my discussion with this. I'm excited for this because. It allows me. Aven Colony unlocks everything, bro. I was going to say, it allows me to do like Aven Colony, City Skylines, the new the new Gears Tactics, which I'm. Mutant Zero, right? Uh, yeah, XCOM, all those. Uh, and hopefully, the big hype everybody's talking about is hopefully they bring Age of Empires 4 uh, to Xbox finally. Of course, you know, Civ 6 runs best on Twitch. <laughs> nice. Playground Games has laid out a post-launch uh, roadmap for Forza Horizons 4 after it launches on October 2nd. If you don't get Game Pass just for this game alone, you're stupid. Horizon 4 will change its in-game season every week after players have finished the early portion of the game. And after a full year... What, that? what does that mean? What? So there's always like an intro portion. No, but... Intro portion? <clears throat> yeah, oh, just what, to kind to of... the season? Yeah, just, no, just to the to game the, itself. To the game. And then they're probably just going to run through the different seasons so you get an idea of how each one okay, impacts so the gameplay. Okay, so once everyone gets like 3% into the game, then hey, it will start the season transitions. I don't yeah, even know if it's everybody well, it, or they're, they're probably going to just put a time frame on it. Okay. It, it's timed. What they're going to talk about, it's timed every week set for everybody, but it only shows on your console if you've completed the opening portion, which should only take you like 30 minutes to do. And that's what the, I guess the demo was about. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what the demo was. When you get, when you unlock the first hub, that's like completing the opening portion. I still wish Ludacris was the uh, narrator. <laughs> All right. So after the full year of in game seasons, which is four weeks, uh, you know, one month, they mentioned, a new year will start with a batch of new content. Uh, the first starting on October 25th. Calc, you like this? Each week is a season? I love it, Scotchy. I want, I want, I want you to chime in a lot on this topic. I mean, your thoughts on the season. Resident was was a Horizon Three computer. I I love the seasons idea, and the fact that you're not picking it as yourself. The fact that they control it at the server, and everybody has to do it for the whole week is awesome. Me personally, I think I'd like to see it spaced out even further. Wow, I'd like to see it every like two weeks or something like that. Yeah, I think. You want a lot of like deep realism. (laughs) No, I mean, I was going to go complete like year round, but I know that doesn't work for all places in the world unless they kind of broke it up with servers and stuff or where they were tying into. Wait, wait. Forza Horizon 5 is going to have, you're going to set the setting. You want it at two weeks, one week, or three weeks. That's the new mode. Whoa. Or, Uh, I don't think that. One year. This one one isn't a. It's an online world now. There's no more drivatars. They're all real people. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying they allow you when you start the game. Hey, do you want every season to be one week, two weeks, or three weeks? Yeah, because uh... and then Forza Horizon Six would be: do you want one week, two weeks, three weeks, or four weeks? Whoa, we're getting out of hand here. Yeah, 
Um, just because, I mean, I would almost like to see like a regular year turnaround and just because yeah. of, uh, just because I, I love like the animal crossing and how that stuff all works throughout the entire year as a real that calendar. Works with a calendar year yeah, on exactly. your console or right. handheld, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. A year is a little deep. I mean, I'll give you a month. It gives it you more like, longevity to the gameplay. I think. Game. <laughs> it gives you more longevity, I think, to the gameplay. Yeah. No, I see where you're coming from. You see people. I can see people like I do not like <clears throat> hot weather. I'm waiting for the leaf to turn. Yeah, exactly. I'm not playing until autumn comes. Well, that's the here. thing. I mean, think about it. If you are playing, and all of a sudden a new game comes out, and you're like, shit, you don't play, and you get back into it, and it's like, oh, crap, it's back on the same winter that I was just playing the last time I played. But I mean, at the week well, situation, it's not a big deal. It's not as long of a wait. But anyway, that's if you play it a lot, right? Exactly. All right. The first season pre- uh, presents at launch uh, for Forza Horizon Four will be summer, uh, but this will shift to autumn and will change the season around uh, the game world. Uh, the season change will happen at the same time every week and will be shown via a countdown clock for gamers currently playing the game. I if- guess that sucks for everyone below the northern hemisphere, huh? If players are in the middle of something. Uh, the game will allow them to finish. Uh, then a brief cinematic showing the season change will be shown uh, with the new season changes in effect after the cinematic. That's so, that's so awesome. And it, this, so this isn't in the notes before we move on, but Scotchy, you and I were chatting a little. How about the whole new uh, create a route mode? Uh, that was pretty cool. You can what find is that? Uh, You can find your most favorite spot on like a map. No, actually, didn't they have a specific area of the map that you had to do this for? No. He said it was... It was anywhere on the map. Anywhere on the map, you're given 40 miles to lay a route and put the checkpoints wherever you want. Right, you can make a loop, you can make a straight line for that 40 miles, however you want to do so, it. That would take a, that'd be a pain in the ass. It, no, like you level, drive along it, with it's it. It's like level creator in Mario, but all you do is drive, and the car lays down the arrow path. No, I think it, you hit a button, and it stops the car, like, even if you're at 100 miles an hour, and then you just yeah. place, like, a marker, like, like the two flags. Mm-hmm. And then you can space out the markers however wide or narrow you want them. But what would wait? What does that do though? Just you, you create, you create your own, own course. Race, you name course. it, set up the event. Oh, okay, okay. You're just I, not I adding jumps like, and stuff hey, to it this yourself. Is one of my favorite destinations to ride. Yeah, kind of. That's exactly it. I mean, if you want to do a scenic ride for 40 miles, you could do that. Eh. But he, but the 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 cre- to, to give a perspective, like you can make the turns go like over railroad crossings and under a tunnel and hairpin, but you can make the checkpoint flags really tight. So if you swing that's, wide that's just and miss personal, it, though. right, that's for you, but then you save it and upload it and the whole world plays it. Right. It's kind of like a Mario maker type of thing. It's, but it's not like a Mario much. maker, but the creator was saying he would love to see somebody do a large map that had the checkpoints on the roofs of all the buildings to see who can get up on the roof. Yeah, make it more of a tactical than and than just a speed run. Yeah. Mm, lame. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Games with gold for October 2018. Xbox One is going to be Hitman Bloody Money. Or Blood Money, sorry. <laughs> Bloody Blood Money. funny money. Mm, yeah. And Overcooked. And great, Xbox, great game. And Xbox 360 is going to be Victor Vran. Now I looked that up. I didn't. I was like, man, is, is this like a Marlo Briggs game that Kelk wants to download from Game Pass? Diablo, it's, like, uh, yeah, it looks like Diablo. Hmm. I'll stick with Diablo. And Stuntman Ignition. Never played it. Heard good things about it. Yeah, I heard it was pretty cool. All right, uh, let's get a beer refill. He's playing Hitman Blood Money. 
Blood, yeah, bloody, bloody money. Uh, let's get a beer refill. Whole new one is Game Pass, right? I, I watched the gameplay of it and stuff, and I don't know if I was super into it. Wait, I, you not, wait, wait. my Hitman Two, or are you talking about Hitman the first, this uh, bloody money? Well, Hitman Two, Hitman Two, the whole series is on Game Pass. No, yeah, no, it is not. You shut your whore mouth. Wait. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up, and I'll let you know. I'll let everyone know when we come back. All right, beer refill. Uh, we'll be back. Slick Willie's Slack Jawed Salamander Slurp Slippin' Slide Sideshow. Are you <laughs> Are you a hanker for some good old down home entertainment in your life? Do you enjoy watching extreme noodling, swamp gator shooting, some good old boys working over some duck thingamajigs, some real housewives from God knows where, or even beauty pageant children making a mockery of this country? We'll be sure to check out Slick Willie's Slack Jawed Salamander Slurp Slippin' Sideshow on channel negative three. The home of dip spit and slap happy tv it's the best down home entertainment this side of intelligent and we're back with a beer refill pitch what are you drinking i am drinking the Nickelodeon ultra pure gold Ooh. made with organic grains anheuser you hipster <laughs> yeah i know i wanted to try it how smooth is it gotta be smooth no it's not that i'm sorry that sounded like a fake sip. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you wanted to see smooth. I ain't doing a slurp sip. Um, I don't know. It's kind of kind of bubbly. It's not real smooth. Does it taste like champagne. pure gold? Yeah, it's like a champagne. It's American Light Lager, St. Louis, Missouri. It's PP in color and 3.8% alcohol. Nice. It is what it is. It's a, log, a light lager. What does the fox say? What are you drinking? Calc is drinking another gin and tonic. All right. Did you get a refill, or is it the same one? Same one. I was a double, so. Oh. Four, yeah. oh is it in a it ball is. jar? Yes. No. Sound like a lot of. No, no, not a, not a, not not a ball jar. It's a, a uh, ball mug. No, it's a, like a little Manhattan glass. Oh, he's even got the right glass for it. Just different city. All right, myself. I'm drinking the Parker Porter from Goose Island. Uh, it's a porter, of course. It's Baldwinsville, New York, and um, someplace in Chicago. No, it's uh, yeah, it is Chicago, Illinois, Illinois. Um, and it is five point three percent alcohol in a baby blue can. Somebody uh, got you a variety pack. <clears throat> no, I went over. Yeah, um, I was say that. <laughs> Chris P. Uh, we went over last Friday to watch the Penn State game. I brought it. The uh, the drug deal scout guy. Yeah, exactly. Doing the handoff. Yeah, the guy who has yeah. the um the refrigerator in his car that Pigeon was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, Size refrigerator. <laughs> he drives around. Anyway, uh, we went over there. I brought a mixed six pack with me, and uh, he sent me home with uh, a few Goose Islands. He's like, I'll "Try these next week on your podcast." He's like, "You get the uh, you get the new beer Thursday, new brew Thursday. Uh, check in if he you know." Does he listen to the podcast? I'm not sure. He might. He better be. Shout out to Chris P. If you do, if not, we hate you. <laughs> uh, he might at work. I'm not sure. I know, I know it's loud at work, so I'm not sure if he does. Um, all right. And Nintendo news. Actually, we have a, uh, a, a, a rerun or a clarification. The Games with Gold for October 2018 for Xbox uh, is Victor Vran and Overcooked for Xbox One and Hitman Blood Money and Stuntman Ignition for 360. I think we had Hitman Blood Money for Xbox One and Victor Vran for 360 previously. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, switcheroo, one, two. That's right. It. Yeah, IGN sucks. Uh, Nintendo I news. <clears throat> uh, Nintendo confirmed in, uh, in a game listing that Super Mario Party actually won't support handheld mode. What? This comes on the heels of a previously announced uh, limitation indicating that the Nintendo Switch Pro controllers and Joy-Con grip controllers also won't work with the game at all, as many games require the use of the Joy-Con controllers working <laughs> separately from the system. Whoever calculates like super pissed off about it. <laughs> what? I don't play them or know much of them, but... Wouldn't the purpose of a Mario Party game be to be able to play in a room and experience it? Like, well, like a really what? heavy on co-op. Yes. <laughs> and it, and if you're at a party, it's not like you're going to want to be like passing the game console around. Yeah, but even co- like, I don't know. It just seems like, yeah, you're missing out on the whole. I still like the What? Uh, now i'm gonna have to trade in that expert that uh, playstation no sorry the nintendo switch i haven't bought yet exactly totally not getting it Uh, unchecked from the list (laughs) taking it off layaway the only thing that's annoying with that is you have to have a separate because it is a four-player co-op experience that you can play typically with the nintendo um sorry uh mario party games correct pidge what? <laughs> Do you remember playing that you could play up to four players in the Mario Party? Yeah, but I think this one is like heavily relying on playing co-op together. No, I understand that, but again, it's right. I think to it, you can still play four-player co-op on the Mario Party game for the Switch. The only problem is, is then you're stuck buying a separate second set of Joy Cons. Oh, I don't know. Because you can't use your pro controllers and uh, Joy-Con grip controllers. Your friends would have to bring over a pair for themselves. Right, if they have a Switch themselves. If not, you're kind of screwed at just playing a two-person game. Not like you, though. You can give them the broken controller. <laughs> That's right. Hey, guys. I got you Here. a special controller. This is my favorite one. I'm going to give you this one. That's right. All right, multi-platform news. In <laughs> multi-platform news. Uh, Pigeon's favorite Telltale Games laid off approximately 250 employees as part of what the company is calling a, quote, major studio closure, end quote. You think? Uh, employees were let go with no severance. I've never got severance pay. Like, That's are you... Dumb. Yeah, but are you deserved? No, they pay you already, right? They deserve, dude. They, they worked, like, crazy hours of OT. Yeah, that's, which... that's the field. That's what they got into. Yeah, well, that's why there's... So if you left your company, do you think you deserve a severance? Goddamn right I do. Why? Uh, they pay you. Now, what if you are on salary? Yeah, I'm on salary. Yeah, so... No, but Pigeon, if you're on salary, you work, you get paid whatever your rate is, right? Okay, If you work 40 hours, you get that rate. If you work 80 hours, you get that rate, right? Correct. If you did, you know, sweat your ass off and worked, you know, 80 hours for six months straight and then they laid you off as soon as the game was released, um, you know. Yeah, but that's the volatility <clears throat> of being a game developer. I guess. I mean, unless you're yeah, a freaking rock star right. games. That's why there's labor law issues, like lawsuits being filed. Then, then don't work there. I don't like I don't. What get if you're rock star games? I don't see rock star games doing a closure right now. Is it just the volatility well, because, because of the game company? Know how to handle a company. <laughs> right, exactly. 
So I don't know. You're no, damned like, if you do, you, damned if you don't. Because I understand Pigeon's side of things. That yes, this is the company you signed up for. You should have known that there was a possibility that the company could close because of the management. Just, well, just take this to a different field, like an engineering field. I didn't deserve severance when I left the company. No, it's because you, uh, you know, you use the even shit they, out of uh, your closed shop. Your like, uh, disability, um, you know. Yeah, either way, like any any field you're in, I don't think you deserve a severance. Mm, yeah, things were different back in the day when you used to get severance packages and you used to get like. Uh, yeah, but what is a severance package? Like, it's like a bonus, right? Not really. Oh, it's a keep you on your feet till you transition. Yeah, but it's I a pulling a rug out from under your type of thing. That. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's rug pulling. It, it'd be like. If it's, a you company. Know, Company closes shop, and you're gonna expect a severance. It's no, really no, 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 not close, not closing shop. Totally different. You're working for a company that you bust your hump 60, 70 hours a week for a decade, mm-hmm. for them to make million dollar projects succeed, and then they lay you off and show you to the door. Did they succeed though? They're still in business, making millions of dollars. Oh, not telltale, no. But I'm just saying, that's the purpose of a severance. Anyway. Uh, the company said in a statement, "Quote: Today's Telltale Games made the difficult Telltale Games yeah, made the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by insurmountable challenges." Yeah, bad uh, management. They bad can, management. They continued to, um, with another quote saying, uh, "A major or majority of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning." End quote. Uh, the company will retain a small team of 25. These remaining employees will stay on, quote, to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners, end quote. What, what obligations can 25 people do? Uh, maybe maintaining the games that are there now or out still that have some kind of... No, because the, game, the last game that they're <coughs> releasing now is Walking Dead Season 3, and they're not even completing the four episodes. They're done at two. Mm-hmm. And that's what those 25 were for, and they I don't even know if you have it in the notes, but as of today or yesterday, they they pulled sales of they pulled sales of the oh, game. The rest too. of the season, yeah. But no, but I think even season one and two. Uh, how many people are, are going to sell their are, Xboxes because they have that season on, they have the two episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant, the episodes one and two. Uh, the final they, season of Telltale's award-winning series, The Walking Dead, kicked off last month. The second episode is slated to launch next week. Staff were informed of the layoffs and were given roughly 30 minutes to leave the building, according to one source. That I don't understand. It's like, hey, you got to leave now in 30 minutes. Like, what? This is that rug pulling out from under you type of yeah, dude, it was firing. Violent from what I've heard. Maybe they didn't want to pay them for the rest of the day. <laughs> They literally, like, yeah, they handed them each a check to pay them till the, the close of that day. It was oh, that's like, nice. They didn't even pay them, like, to the rest of well, the Well, there's their severance. That day's pay. For the... no severance. That's a severance, No, the right? severance is different than getting paid for the time that you've actually completed work. Well, they were fired at noon. They got paid for the rest of the day. That's a severance, I think they, right? Oh, mm, no. Calc, right? How's that? Di- why? Why is that not a severance? All right, move on. Yeah, Jim's, yeah. Jim's I don't get job it. That. I was gonna say, are you working I right now, Pidge? No, I don't work now, but I don't mm. think I deserve a severance with the company <laughs> that I work for. Got paid. To when do was a the job. last time you worked? Was it twenty oh one? Just kidding. Twenty oh one. Jeez, I was what like four. <laughs> All right, uh, there's a new X Games DLC coming for Steep on October thirtieth. Uh, it is going to bring. 
quote, a series of new ski and snowboard events across the big air superpipe and slope style disciplines, as well as new freestyle challenges scattered across the Alaskan mountains, end quote. You guys play these X games? I mean, I guess, well, Steep is really good, right? Yes, so I do enjoy it. Steep, and I do play, or I, I haven't played it in a little while. I think it, it was three, four weeks ago that I actually tried it again. Oh, you dipped into it? Yeah, just really quick. I played it for like maybe 25 minutes to a half hour, just ran like two runs or something like that, and then I turned it back Super off. chill. Yeah. Uh, the game is really good. I haven't done any DLCs for it. I haven't bought any DLCs for it. No, no DLCs for me. I want to get back to it. Hopefully when I beat The Witcher, I can do that. What's the most exciting part of Steep, though, that makes you want to come back? Is it the... How chill it is? <laughs> is it the control, the feel, the the... The graphics of it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, I was going to say the big thing that I like is uh, some of the, cha- the, the the challenges. A lot of free, I like the option for free skiing or free boarding. Hmm. More so than uh, that, the skydiving and the uh, snowboarding, skiing and skydiving. Um, some of the paragliding, it's kind of boring to me. That's just me. I'm going to go on a limb. I would love to see, especially with winter coming, I'd love to see this get put on Game Pass. I would check it out. That's a really good game. I wish it was on the PS now. (laughs) All right. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has an official ending with playful nods to the original games in the series. Uh, But an ending that wasn't supposed to be in the game was mistakenly included in the launch version of the title. The day one patch for Shadow of the Tomb Raider actually included included the proper ending of the game. I wonder what, what the mistaken ending was. Maybe it had references the... to like the original games. That's what the ending was. It was something I didn't put the spoilers in there, and I didn't want to read it just in case I did play the game. <laughs> but it's kind of stupid. Like, how can you forget that? Like, your day one <laughs> patch is to put in the real ending. That's dumb. <laughs> well, maybe it was like a. It came down to like a producer director vote where some people wanted it to have like the sappy nod to the original game should be hey this game's going gold it's got to get stamped what are we gonna do uh we'll patch it in no no calc calc i hate you today i really do what do you think um do you think there was a software developer (laughs) do you think there was anybody who uh played the shit out of it and finished it and got the uh, rando ending Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's why yeah. it was in there. That's how the news broke. Yeah, somebody probably played and didn't leave the couch, like literally and the loaded couch. And they didn't. Uh, they probably didn't update the game, so they could probably sell their console. Well, that's down what the I'm saying. I, I, I was assuming it was more of the non-update than it was the uh, person playing through all in that first day. No, it was the update, <clears> like the day one patch. They just. Oh, I see up. what Scotty's saying. No, Scotty, you're probably right. They probably were always offline. Hmm. Wait, Xbox is always connected. What the heck? <laughs> what the what the? Not what? if you're on a submarine. That's right. What? Or you get <laughs> shitty modem in your house. Yeah, Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Yeah. This episode's brought to you by Spectrum. <laughs> uh, where we sh- Why where do you shit face your internet? So, who do you think the decision came down to? It was, it's like most development. It's get it, you know. I think it's just a placeholder. Yeah, it could be that, or it's just, you know, get it, get the so called beta 
code out onto the disk and then here's a you know 20 gig patch that fixed everything and somebody was like oh, <laughs> and change the ending yeah someone's like forgot to set the flag to not show that ending no i mean the ending was going to be in the on the disk and in the background it's just going to have a flag set to not show that but why have it in there anyway because like you said it's probably a placeholder or something just sappy somebody decided to throw in there when they were developing it no okay um tinfoil ideas of what the uh the the not included ending was and i don't want to know pigeons uh spoiler alerts oh like what's guesses the real real ending no the one that uh they patched out not the new one that they just patched into the game but the one that they got rid of or overwrote oh yeah well i think it was like they said the playful nods all right, it wasn't uh, Laura. Uh, yeah, Laura. Oh my God, Laura uh, got oh, killed oh, off. Oh, okay, I misread it. So the playful nods is what they patched in. You don't think it was like Laura got killed off or anything? I don't think she was killed off. I think it was one of them dumb. Like, is there gonna be another one? You know, like one of those cliffhangers where, you know, uh, okay, there's still answers to be told. Gotcha. Type of thing. I don't know. Pidge, thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the show. Uh, Calc, you want to take us out? Sure. Uh, oh, wait, wait, uh, if before you want to hear us some out. more from us or uh, have us answer some questions, uh, inappropriate questions, whatever you got, throw it out to us on Twitter at The Loaded Couch. You can also reach us on our email uh, at couch at gmail.com. You can also find us on the internet at our website www.theloadedcouch.com you can find myself on twitter at real joe kennedy you can also find scotch hound on twitter at scotch hound underscore lc and you can find pigeon pegleg on twitter and everywhere at pigeon pegleg except for at sea of thieves yeah and especially on reddit where he's downvoted all the time yeah hunt them out on reddit <laughs> and downvote his ass uh, just really quick before we end and I sign off, uh, my two beers were yays, uh, pigeons, DNR casket, uh, was a nay and his, sorry, uh, Michelob ultra pure green was dang a nay, uh, calc thoughts in your genitonics. Gen good. I mean, if you make it the right way, it's really good. Uh, if you make it too strong, it's not good. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, that's the show. Thanks so much everybody for listening and we will catch you next week. Later. Thank you.